That Don't Sound Right is a podcast about talking. Talking the way we did before the internet, when you could not prove anyone right or wrong. All the expertise was contained in the people involved with the conversation. I'm Peter. I'm Cecil. And I hope you enjoy our conversations. And as you listen, if you find yourself silently saying, that don't sound right, send us a comment. You're one of us. Yeah. Take apart your Ikea shelf. Yes. Put it in the back of your car. Right. Drive an hour. Right. And see if you can put it back together without A, missing a part, B, missing a tool, yeah. or C, some of those parts have been damaged in, in traffic. Welcome back to another episode of That Don't Sound Right, a podcast about talking. We're your co-hosts. I'm Peter Bielman. I'm Cecil Davis. And we're just trying to have a conversation without Google Google or fact-checking things online. Those things can such so easily kill the conversation. We're just trying to bring up some topics that when you really think about them, they just don't sound right. And more and more of you are thinking this because we were picking up lots of listeners. Thank you for every single new listener, regardless of what country you're in. or Which area. there's a lot of countries that are showing up. A lot of countries. Our Canadian listenership has taken off. Ireland has really picked up. Ireland, Scotland, my homeland. The, uh, uh, Australia is coming in. Yep, it's it coming sure in is. strong. Uh, I love the fact that we've got listeners in Miramar, uh, Iran, Thailand, just uh, all kinds of countries are showing up. It, so we used to about seven countries showed up. I think this week there was 20 countries in the list. <laughs> so if you're new to listening, again, we're just having a conversation. We're talking about some things that just don't sound right. Um, I think what we're going to talk about tonight will not sound right to everyone. Right. Everyone can relate to this. So, since we have such an international audience now, I think we'll, we'll give a little background on this. So, um, this, week, uh, we're, we're, this week, we're talking about state fairs, or county fairs, or country fairs, however you want to say it. So, um, what that is, is uh, every year, usually in the fall, mm-hmm. there'll be um, a state fair or county fair, and uh, you have lots of, uh, usually it's out around agriculture, yeah, it's usually yeah. happening towards the end of the harvest season. Harvest season. So there's usually, uh, there'll be displays of chickens and cows and pigs, and then there'll be harvest displays of what got picked that year and pickled and canned. Things will be judged. Things will be judged. Livestock. Livestock will be judged. Cakes will be judged. Different dishes will be judged. Vegetables. Arts and crafts. Arts and crafts. Kids crafts like toys, yeah. Lego yeah. sculptures. And so really it's... Uh, community coming together to kind of show off what they've done since last year over the summer particularly what they've grown what they've made what they've produced and then there's also this one feature of the fair which is the midway and so the midway is where all the rides are maybe another word for fair in other cultures is Mm. carnival carnival festival yeah and so the community comes together and so in in north carolina we have we have county fairs. Like we have a fair here in the county. We right. also have the North Carolina State Fair. Right. It happens in two places, really. There's the main fair at the fairgrounds in Raleigh. There's also a Western North Carolina State Fair that takes place in Asheville. Oh, is that right? I didn't realize yeah. there, it was called the Western... I think it's called the Western... I don't know what the official name is, but I've been, I've been to both. You've been to both, okay. Yeah, and uh, so you know, there'll be tractors displayed. 
Uh, one of my favorites was one that my dad liked too. Was the old hit and miss engine? Yes. Yeah, you know, ice cream from them. Right. They'll they'll use the old hit and miss engine. A hit and miss engine. I don't know how to describe that well, but basically it's an engine that doesn't sound like it's running properly. Right. <laughs> it's it's a single cylinder. Yes. It has a huge flywheel. Right. In fact, it's the flywheel. It has all the momentum, and then when the momentum starts to slow down, the rate the uh, the uh, regulator gives it some fuel, and, and you get a spark, and it pops, pop, right, and it gets it spinning again faster. Yeah. Sometimes, if there's a lot of load, it'll go pop, 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 and then it'll spin up faster, and then it'll start to slow down and go yeah. pop, 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 pop. Yeah. And so it's called a hit and miss. Hit and miss because yeah. sometimes it hits, sometimes it does. That's right. Right. So, um, and like so, anyways, I, I grew up going to the fair. In fact, people knew that I was always going to the NC State Fair in Raleigh. Oh, really? Only you were known mi- for going to the fair. Only a few miles from my house. Someone asked me. I got married on a weekend of the NC State Fair, and someone actually commented on that. They like they couldn't believe I was getting married on the same weekend as the NC State Fair because I loved the fair. Yeah, right. I loved right. it. And do you still love it? I don't. I don't go like I did when I was then, when, when I was younger because. Wake County actually got out of school on the first Friday of the fair. Oh, they they, they, they closed school. they, they closed, closed school. Schools, okay, and we would all you would go to the fair, especially on that first Friday. No kidding. And you might go again, but you really that first Friday of the fair was a big deal. Was, I'm not. I was not raised on fairs, hmm? carnivals, or festivals. Really, I was not. So the whole idea of a fair to me was rather new when I moved to Winston Salem for the Carolina Classic Fair. Which is the second largest, you know, it's the second largest fair in the, in the state. Is it really? It's actually bigger than the Western Fair. It's I didn't the know second largest fair in the state, only to the state fair. The NC State Fair. And I can say that when I moved here, I started going. Mm-hmm. And I went. I went to that fair for almost, I want to say I went to that fair for 28 straight years, and I missed one. Miss, miss one fair. The Carolina Classic. The Carolina Classic. So that's the same kind of thing. I always go to the fair. We wouldn't miss it. Uh, now, you're probably thinking, what doesn't sound right about something as benign as a fair? But what doesn't sound right about a fair? What, doesn't, what don't sound right? Is the Midway. The Midway. Yeah, so... So the Midway is where all the rides are. The Midway is where all the rides are at. So in North Carolina, usually it was the James E. Straits shows would come in. They were the people that were hired... By the agriculture, so the agriculture commission is what put on the fair every year. Oh, is that who does that? I never yeah, knew that. Yeah. So they the would agriculture. Well, I guess who else would do it? Right, and so they would hire the James E. Strait shows. In fact, I think they switched one year, not like ten years ago, and it was like a big deal that they switched midway vendors. Yeah. So the midway vendor uh, is who brings in all of the rides that you ride on at a fair, and so if you've never been to a fair. I mean, there's there are roller coasters, mm-hmm. there tilt whirls, there are spiders. There's almost any kind of ride you can imagine. Just about, just right. about. Except they're all mobile. They right. have been brought in on a train or a truck. That was the amazing thing. I remember. I don't know how much they're coming in on train anymore. But mm-hmm. when I first started going, the the, the fairgrounds is really is actually. Yeah, is it on the train? It's yeah. right there on the right. train. It's on the railroad track, so the train can pull in, and they can pull these rides off of there. But I do know when I'm driving back and forth to work around the fair time, mm-hmm. sometimes you'll see the tractor trailers full of the rides. Yeah. 
So these rods have been on the back of a tractor trailer or a train and have now been set up on the midway. And you get on them. You pay money and you get on them and you ride them. And that's what doesn't sound right because, that I mean, even stationary rides at amusement parks fail. We had that example at the... And Carolyn's, yeah, the, the big recently. ride, had this huge crack. <laughs> this huge crack at the very top of the probably the, one of the tallest roller coasters in the country now. Yeah. If not, maybe it's the fastest one. I forgot what the statistic is on this one, but it had a huge crack. Yeah. And this was a stationary ride that was designed just for this park. Right. It never moves. But now what you're telling me is that we've got rides that after a week's worth of use, they completely disassemble, right. put on a truck that can only be 108 inches wide okay. because of the Roman <laughs> Empire. Actually, it's 102 inches, my bad. 102 inches yes. because of the Roman Empire right. goes, travels two to three hours to another fairgrounds, gets reassembled, gets reassembled, and gets ridden around for another week. Yes. Gets pulled down and goes again. Yes. And this happens week after, after week. week after week and you've got so you've got people so you can imagine how many bolts have to go in these things to put them together right? oh yeah well and how do so, they even fasten it to the ground season right you got to fasten it to the ground how do they get it in the ground right you got to fasten it to the ground because there's a lot of torque in fact there's that video out there right now with the pirate ship yeah that the whole thing tipped no yeah the whole thing tipped and like people are rushing to it to try to counterbalance no it it's not yes there's it's a video not. there all right, yeah, so you got to fasten it to the ground. Then you've got to assemble these things, which are sometimes huge. Yeah. But I mean, you, can you imagine the number of parts that get lost from site to site? I mean, you think about think about taking apart an Ikea shelf. Yeah. Take apart your Ikea shelf. Yes. Put it in the back of your car. Right. Drive an hour. Right. And see if you can put it back together without A, missing a part, B, missing a tool, yeah. or C, some of those parts have been damaged in, in transit. Right. Exactly. And that's a, just a shelf. <laughs> that's, not, now, that's not someone's now, life. Yes, right. Now get on this shelf, right, mm-hmm. and trust your life to it. <laughs> so imagine, I don't know what possessed me to do this. I, I got on a roller coaster one time at the fair, even though no well, one gets on the roller coaster. There's, the you know, there's only like three roller coasters ever mm-hmm. that I can remember. There's one for really little kids. Right. There's one for medium-sized kids. Yeah. And then there's one for the adults. Yes. I got on the adult. I, and you know what? That was a tradition of me and my kids. To get on the roller coaster? Yes. We always got on the roller oh, coaster. Oh, wow. You're and we right. got on it until... We kept on waiting for our youngest daughter to finally get tall enough to go on. Okay. And finally, she got tall enough. We rode it a couple times for a couple years, right. and we're done. But we rode it every year. That was a tradition. We saved up our tickets for the roller coaster because it was like the most legitimate ride there. And it's that's a lot of pieces. And so you've oh, got a to ton imagine. of pieces. Supposedly, the, the, the Agricultural Commission inspects every ride. Yeah, I don't know if it's the Agricultural Commission... Or OSHA. Or OSHA or yeah. somebody here. Yeah, you're right. Somebody does inspect it. Because you see, I think there's a place where they put a tag on yeah. it. But can you imagine what that must be like? Because I've at- got I've got I've got tents with more complicated with really simple poles. Yeah. That you know, you have they're color coded. Yeah. You gotta put them in the right spot. Yeah. And if you don't, you know, it doesn't fit and the tent's right. all crooked. But- this is much more complicated. I don't see any color codes on these broads. 
Right. And can, but can you imagine if you're you're under pressure, you've got to get this stuff up for the for the NC State Fair or the Carolina Classic Fair, and you're missing a bolt. Oh yeah. What do you do? Well, you probably call up Cecil and you yeah. say, Cecil, you got a good hardware store I can go to? Yeah. Or you're just like, oh, I got a bolt right here. Yeah. It may, oh, not, be, yeah. It may not be a hardened bolt. Right. You might not torque it down right. Mm. And just imagine all this. It fits. It fits. I'll use some extra washes. That'll take yeah, up the slack. Yeah, yeah. Well, take up the slack. Get a, just get a nut on the end of that bolt. Tighten it down. That feels good. That's about right. I can only assume that they have some specific instructions uh, and specific. And specific requirements for the safety of those rides. I can only assume, Cecil. You would only assume. I can only assume so that. My favorite ride at NC State Fair. Which one? Everybody's. Most of the. Most of the growing up in the 80s in Cary, the, the best ride at NC State Fair, well, there was two. But one was called the Enterprise. Okay, they've got that at the, at yeah. the Carolina so Classic. The Enterprise Which one is that? Was, a, was a car. Uh, was, a, was, a, was a car. Okay. Um, or a cage that fit two people. Okay. And so you would kind of straddle this this thing, and you would sit in it. It, was like, it looked like a little capsule, except, except there was a cage around the top of the capsule. And the capsule would hang in a circle. And so maybe there are 20 capsules. All right. And so you're hanging straight down, you know, straight up and down. And so the, the whole ride begins to spin with these capsules. And so you're just spinning in a circle. But then the centrifugal force becomes so much that the capsule begins to spread out uh, perpendicular to the rod. Okay. So now instead of hanging up and down, you're, you're standing sideways. up. You're yeah, yeah. like no, you're sitting down, but the capsule is now being pushed out by centrifugal force, right, right. and you're you're basically on your side. And then the entire rod tilts up. Ah, yeah. So now you become a Ferris wheel, but okay. a very fast moving <laughs> Ferris wheel, where the centrifugal force is holding the car. Upside down. Yeah, and, well, and it's, it's holding the car perpendicular to the to the plane right. of travel. So you're essentially upside down by the time you get to the top. You're upside down when you get to the top. But centrifugal force is holding That you. thing is spinning. Yeah, that it's spinning so fast that the car is being held vertical to the plane of travel. And and you and th- somebody has put this together after it has traveled hundreds of miles. Right. And they, and, and they put that pin in to hold your little... Right. Pin. And there's only one point of contact on that thing. Yeah. And it's that pin. It's that pin. held in by a cutter pin, a cutter key. Can you imagine? And then the other one was the Himalaya. Did you ride the Himalaya? The Himalaya. Is that the one that you're going around? You yeah. know, I hate that one. Oh, really? But my wife, Bunny, mm. loves it. The Himalaya. The Himalaya. The, in, the NC State Fair Himalaya was great because the guy who did it was MC would just go crazy. He'd go, Himalaya, and he was just, you know, he, would, <laughs> he had the music going and he had his voice going and uh, it would always push you against the inside, the centrifugal force would. So if you're there with your girlfriend, you always positioned yourself ah, so right. that she would have to, you know, she was That's pushed right. against you. That's right. But uh, that's the, again, it's also the classic tilt a whirl, right? Classic tilt a whirl, right? Yeah, Except yeah. for this one's going round and round, up and down, right? And they got some music playing in the background. But there's only one point of contact on those cars, and that's a a, a clevis pin <laughs> held together with a what a cotter. Where do you find a spare pin? clevis pin? But again, let's say they lose a clevis pin. Right. What do they do? I don't know. I and those they, things have to be rated. I think th- they've got to be rated. They right. they must have a special clevis pin box. I would hope so. So that's what doesn't sound right about any state. And I have ridden 
every ride You've every been on every one of them, yeah, and, and thank God I'm still alive. What was the pyre one you were talking about that was tilting off the ground? Uh, what is that one? The current ship is the one that just goes back. It's a big ship, yeah, and it just goes back and forth, okay, back and forth. And so as it goes, as you get higher, you become you're not totally upside down. Some okay. of them go all the way upside down, yeah. I think. But it lost its footing and began to shift. And people were rushing to the edge of it, to the platform, to try to counterbalance. Oh, like bystanders in the crowd? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're to keep to, it from flipping over? Keep it from flipping over. Yeah, someone might get hurt. Right. My gracious. Now, you had said that what didn't sound right about state fairs to you was food. Oh, yeah. There's, there's the other part of the thing that don't, things that don't sound right. Because you have a ton of mobile food vendors that have shown up. Yes. I mean, they are serving everything to chocolate-covered bananas, to vats of lemonade, maybe some ice cream, deep-fried whatever you want. Yep. You've got chicken legs, you've got ribs, you've got hamburgers, you've got hot dogs. I mean, how many how many food vendors do you think there are? There's got to be hundreds. Got to be hundreds. There's got to be hundreds. And, you know, you go to these restaurants today, mm-hmm. and every one of these restaurants is inspected for cleanliness. Right. Right? They get a grade. Yeah. Is every one of these food vendors inspected? <laughs> I, you would have to think they'd have to be. Just like you're hoping the Clevis pin is Just there, Just like right? you're hoping that Clevis <laughs> pin in the Enterprise manages to hold what's got to be about a three or 400-pound car <laughs> tethered to a rapidly spinning wheel. You are hoping... That someone has checked the cleanliness of every eating establishment. That's right. So basically, basically, a lot is on the ba- a lot is on the balance here. Everything yeah. from your gastrointestinal health yeah. to your physical well-being. But I think maybe that's the excitement of the fair. Is that there oh, is think that what makes an it element? There's an element of danger <laughs> at the fair of either riding the Roger. <sighs> now, when I was growing up. You would, there were certain places you'd go to the NC State Fair. And yeah. so there was a, a man in Raleigh, or a man in Cary, who had the Cary Stop. Okay. And he would, he set up a hot dog stand at NC State Fair, and we all knew to go to him because we knew him. Uh, we knew what he did. That's true. A lot, a lot of these guys yeah. and gals are local. Yeah. They can come in local food trucks, food trailers, yeah. whatever. Yeah, so we'd always go to the, you always went and got a hot dog at the Cary Stop. Okay. And then, uh, just like at the Carolina Classic, there was there's some permanent buildings there, and so several yeah. churches would have year after year after year after year they would have. Uh, so there was like you'd always go to the Methodist churches and get a ham biscuit at the, at the Methodist church, and so you a ham biscuit. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that was the thing. And so it, I do remember years where I would go to unknown food stalls and get something. How did that turn out for you? Usually it would turn out okay. I so, don't remember any bad experiences. So our, um, our, our kind of our consternation with the inspection of food is probably unwarranted. Probably. And with the, you know, with the rides, too. I mean, I can't remember uh, anybody getting hurt at the fair. Usually I'm disappointed because my favorite ride is closed. Like, oh. I've gone to the fair before, and the roller coaster had been closed. For safety reasons? Well, they don't tell you, right? They're not, right, right, they're right. not going to say, yeah. they're not going to say, oh, yeah, the ride's closed because we're missing some bolts. We're <laughs> <laughs> missing some clevis pins. We found some cracks in some clevis pins. We're, we're closed down yeah. for, the, for the night. I will tell you one time, and I will not mention which park this happened at. I was at an amusement park, and I was riding my favorite roller coaster. Oh, and, yeah? Uh, the roller coaster comes into the house, into the the shed or whatever, you know, the 
boarding area. Yeah. And they don't let us get on those cars. Hmm. They said, you know, we're waiting for the next thing. And so they send that set of cars back onto the track empty. Yeah. It gets into the first curve. Now, I saw this firsthand. Okay, this I witnessed is, this. This is like cow tipping. This, this is really cow happened. tipping. This really happened. It got into the first curve, and the entire train fell off the track. <laughs> oh, really? So I don't know what had gone wrong that they... Now, here's the even how they know? Thing. How do they know not to put people on there? I don't know. The entire train fell off the track. Now, here's the even crazier thing. We got on the next train. Oh, that's a good idea. You got on the next train? The next train through. The next time they let us get back on that ride. Yeah, that's kind of like getting we on. We got a, on it. That's kind of like getting on an airplane mm-hmm. after they've already gotten people off because, yeah, we're right. having some mechanical problems. Yeah. We're working on it. The flight's been delayed for a couple hours. Hey, we think we got it fixed. Let's go. Right. You going to get on that plane? <laughs> yeah, I probably will. Well, now I was 14 when I did this. But sure. Still, got would right you, back on it. But I wouldn't do that now. Oh, uh, would you not? No. Really? I don't know. I'm not getting on any more roller coasters. Are I'm, you I'm, not? I'm done. Oh, wow. Well, I would say that we're done with the with the Carolina Classic Fair also. Really? Well, you know, I I guess the Midway. Are you just talking about the rides or just not going at all? Just not the fair at all. I mean, mm-hmm. the the um, the Midway really took a hit after COVID. COVID yeah. really took, I mean, the whole fair took a hit. There wasn't yeah. as many, nearly as many rides. Mm-hmm. Some of those extra you know, side attractions like mm-hmm. the... Um, like the sheepdogs, and mm. you know, a lot of those were cut back. Um, yeah, we just didn't find it as fun as we used to. Huh. I uh, I think I may be going back to the state fair this year for the first time in a long time. Really? Yeah. Just you, or are you going to take the no, family? with family? I had been great. I had been a long time. Well, I think we have exhausted the uh, fair topic for this week. Go to your local fair, enjoy your local fair, carnival, festival. Ours usually happens the first week of October. Yeah. So something that happens, though, in the middle of October mm-hmm. is something that we're sponsoring this year. We're going to have a booth. We're going to have a booth. So our podcast, That Don't Sound Right, we are, we are now a proud sponsor of the Ardmore Ra. The Ardmore Ra is an annual event with hundreds of runners and literally thousands of fans in the beautiful historic neighborhood of Ardmore in Winston-Salem. RAH, R-A-H, stands for the Run Against Hunger because it's a food drive with all the net proceeds benefiting the Second Harvest Food Bank of Northwest North Carolina. The food bank assists food insecure and at-risk families and children right in our own neighborhoods. Since its inception, more than $286,000 has been donated to the Second Harvest Food Bank, $26,000 last year alone. That provided more than 2 million meals to our neighbors. The 2023 RAW will be held on October 21st. It features a one-mile fun run, a 5K, and 10K. Both the 5K and the 10K are certified races. So if you need these races to qualify or anything, you can use these. This race is designed for everyone from lightning fast runners and avid athletes to power walkers and first-time participants. You can sign up to donate, volunteer, or run at the race website, which is ardmorerod.com. The link is featured on our website, which is thatdontsoundright.com. Leave out the apostrophe. Hey, we hope to see you there at our booth. 
And there is something special happening at our booth this year. So if you've listened to our show for a while, you've listened to us about roadside finds. We have talked about this for sporadically over the entire history of the show. Specifically, there's several issues, several uh, episodes at the beginning of the whole series. But we are going to give away the TDSR Ultimate Roadside Find Package. And this is something that we found, Peter and I found. It was on somebody's deck, so it wasn't exactly on the road, but it was headed toward the roadside. And we, and we didn't steal it. They offered it to us. They offered it to us. It is a brand new Fire King stainless steel propane grill. It is a four burner grill, cast iron grates, 610 square inches of cooking space, 44,000 BTUs. And those are British thermal units. Not Peter. Roman, not Roman. These are not Roman thermal units. These are not domestic thermal units. These are imported British thermal units. <laughs> Full tank of propane, which is probably a $60 value. $60 value right there. And it's got the TDSR custom designed logo made by wonderfully made designs on the front of the grill. This is a this is a one of a kind. This piece. is this is not only just a appliance to cook food outside, but it's a talking point. When yes. people see TDSR, when they see that don't sound right, when they see the microphone falling off the table logo, they're going to ask you what that's all about. Right. And guess what? You got some talking to do and you have some listening to do. It also comes with a brand name Armor All cover. I mean, this is this is a this is a this is a worth tens of dollars. Now, keep in mind that this is a roadside find, it so is a it's not find. brand new. It's not brand new. It's, it's never been used. It hasn't been used. It's been sitting around some time, <laughs> but we haven't tried to fire it up. Should we try to fire it up? Well, then I don't know. Then we can't say it's never been used. That's true. But uh, there have been some. Uh, there was a little problem with one of the feet. I fixed that with a with a TDSR certified repair. So, anyways, this will be a one of a kind giveaway. Here's how you do it: you come by our booth, you show us proof that you follow us on any platform. So that's any of the Spotify. podcast platforms, yep. or Instagram, yep. or Facebook. Yeah. We'll throw your name in the pot. We'll put your name in a hat. We'll, I'll actually have some TDSR hats. Yeah, we should. You know, I thought I got an idea for the hats. And if you show us that you've got a friend or somebody to sign up. Double bonus. Double bonus. We'll throw you in there again. We'll get to know the name. And if you don't think it's worth it, at least the tank of propane is worth 60 bucks. Right. And you really need to be, you need to be present for the drawing. And, oh, absolutely. Shipping yeah, is right. not included. Yeah, yeah. And those involved with staff yeah. are related to that don't sound right. Is ineligible. Yeah, we cannot ship this internationally. You have we to can't be- even ship it. Hey, I will. I will deliver it with a thirty mile radius. Yeah, we'll do. We'll, I'll deliver a thirty mile radius for you. We'll, we'll hand deliver it. Oh yeah, yeah. So it doesn't sound right, but you've come to the end of another that don't sound right. Our advertiser and who made the logo is Wonderfully Made Designs, a small business specializing in custom made T shirts and decals. Contact Casey at Facebook at Wonderfully Made Designs one three nine point one four. Yes, sir. Bay, before we close, we want to thank everyone for listening. If this is your first time and enjoyed the conversation, would you consider hitting the subscribe button in the platform that you listen? Also, consider giving us a rating or a review. I stepped on your ending, Bay. You're sorry about that. The, um, 
Uh, if you go to Casey, go go see Casey, buy a t-shirt. Say TDSR uh, 10 for 10% off your first purchase. That don't sound right is a production of TDSR Podcast in conjunction with Camel City Studios. I am your co-host and sound engineer, Cecil. Peter is your web designer, and he has put a lot of work into the website, so go and see it. And he is also your other host. Camille is your part-time barista. Emily does your graphic design. Ella does your Instagram. Giorgio tests our merchandise. Brent is our brand ambassador of international fame. Has he been to Rome? He has. He went this summer. Boom. I'm thinking about the Roman Empire again. <laughs> He's got a good story from that. that needs, he needs to come on here and tell. And as always, listener number one is Scott. Scott. So until next week, keep talking. And stay curious. Stay curious.